Hello and welcome to You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind. My name is Catherine Potter and I am your host. If this is your first time tuning in, the podcasts feature guests and topics that support the idea of holistic thinking and the understanding that everything and everyone is interconnected and in relationship. When we take holistic thinking out of the box of complementary health modalities or spiritual exploration, and we apply it to looking at everything in an interconnected way, it changes how we think and the day-to-day choices we make. It also introduces us to tools that we may have never considered using. Today, we are going to look at the fascinating field of numerology and the relationship between numbers and events such as years, birth dates, as well as the numerical value of the letters and words and names. My guest today is Joy Woodward, author and a numerologist, and she is going to share information about what numerology can and can't do for us. So, Joy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Catherine. Yes, I really appreciate you being here. So let's get started. Um, So first off, and I'm going to try not to mess up this name, (laughs) you are a Pythagorean. Yes? Pythagorean. Pythagorean. (laughs) No matter how many times I say it, it won't roll off my tongue. Numerologist. (laughs) And you have given readings to thousands of clients around the globe. I have. And you are a recent author. Yes. So congratulations. And we'll talk about your book later on. But first off, I'd like to know how you got involved with numerology, because that's always interesting, I think, for people. It's not necessarily something you're finding in a college or university curriculum. So how did that happen? Definitely more people have heard of numerology now than 10 years ago when I started. Um, I had a reading and I realize now that it probably left a little to be desired, (laughs) but (laughs) it was enough to pique my interest and really just go down the rabbit hole. I left the reading and I think I went straight to the bookstore, bought a book. It was before Amazon. Yes. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. So, and that started it all. All right. So, and then it became after you studied it, it then turned into career. Is this your is this well, your full time career? It is. It is now. Yeah. I have a corporate background. Um, I worked for many Fortune five hundred companies, hardcore. Um, you know, I had a lot of people reporting to me. Did all of that. Um, I'd start applying new numbers to them, whether nice. they you know, were aware or unaware of what I was doing. It was just a tool in your bucket. (laughs) Yeah, I remember at one one company I worked for, I found the birthday list on the shared drive one day, and it was was like Christmas for me. (laughs) Just having everything confirmed or, you know, oh, I didn't see that. Like, but it's, it's always, I'm still learning, but it's been about 10 years now. So the universe kind of just pushed me into it. Um, I very reluctantly became a numerologist. I didn't really consider it a real career mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. I think often people who get into those fields, and I certainly can relate, I also you know, studied um, my, my astrology and related topics 
Because it was interest. I never in my mind thought it was going to turn into a career. So I can relate. But, ha, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, right? It takes a hold and... So true. It went from cool party trick to people wanting me to give them readings. Nice. Yeah. Very good. So... There are different types of numerology, so I'm going to clear this up right at the beginning. Yeah. And um, can you tell us a wee bit about the type of numerology you do? Oh, Pythagorean numerology, and I've I haven't studied in depth um, the other forms as much as I've I've done with with this, obviously. But for Western names and uh, North American culture. This is the numerology that I find resonates most with people. The um, child, chal- I'm gonna now I'm messing up. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> a, yeah. the Chaladian, uh, it or uses, yeah, it yeah. uses a different alphabet, okay, and so that kind of uh changes things. And they don't put the same emphasis on the birth date. So oh, okay. as an astrologer, you can imagine why that's so important. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's it's very different. But um, yeah, the Pythagorean really resonates to people in, in Western culture. Okay. Okay. And so that was part of your choice to say this, this is where I am. This yeah. is where I live. This seems to it, work a little bit better for It's where it just clicked for me so easily. Um, it, it, it was effortless. So I knew it was the right one. <laughs> so one last little check-in because there'll probably yeah. be listeners who know a wee bit about numerology. So in this type of numerology, you are not, as I, in Cavalarian, they add a year to, uh, and uh, add a year to the birth year, but you're not. Is that correct? Did I get that? No, they, with Pythagorean numerology, we're just taking your birth date. Yeah. And there's three different numbers I can get from a birth date. Okay. Um, and then I use the name given at birth. And okay. that's also where people have sort of massaged the art. <laughs> okay. And some people use shortened named and some people will use your current name. And those are all vibrations you'll grow into, mm-hmm. but your soul contract is actually revealed in your name at birth. So you want to, it would be like somebody saying, you're saying the day you were born is giving the number and the name you were born into has a vibration and a number. And so, for example, I'm asking you now, a married name would add something over time, but you still have that maiden yeah. name? Your your birth name, the one, the original, the yep. one that ends yep. up on your birth yep. certificate, yep. it will follow you your entire life. Yes, Okay. When you change your name, you're simply bringing in new vibration. And so if you have it long enough and you sign a lot, mm-hmm. um, that will complement and possibly overshadow your name at birth. Over time. Over time. But you grow into it. And then there's always the high and low of every number. Okay. Oh, and we're going to talk yeah. more about that, okay. but we're just breaking this down <laughs> yeah. into nice bite-sized chews for yeah. listeners who may not know um, anything about numerology. Something interesting with names, too. If I always say numerology can really reveal um, sort of struggles you might encounter in your life over time. And so I always say people either get divorced two years after they're married, just recent, like mm-hmm. it usually it's quite follows the 
follows the wedding quite closely, or it's about 40 years. And one of them is based on the maturity number changing. So when people kind of enter their mid 40s, 50s, you see married, you know, you've held it together for 30 years. You've now got you're some getting life divorced. Experience <laughs> right. And, yeah. um, and the first one, because when they change their name, if that's where the couple is matching on numbers, they can actually become toxic to one another. So I always say people need to be very thoughtful about changing their name, not something to do haphazardly. Well, and interestingly enough, people often choose not to change their names now, right? And so that will create something different again. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's break this down a little bit. So um, if I'm going to ask a question if I don't, ask it correctly you can help me out (laughs) but every year has a particular vibration is that a fair way to say it yeah absolutely okay and so when we're talking year I just want to clarify this are we talking January 1st or or a person's birthday which when when is their start of the year I look at those as two separate vibrations okay so the universal year is the one that changes with the calendar. So January 1st type of thing. January 1st okay. to December 31st. Okay. Um, but <laughs> there's yeah. always an exception. There's always a but, right? There's the halo effect. So because numerology works on 1 through 9. Yes. The calendar runs 1 through 12. Yes. So there's three months that are always going to repeat the energy. Tell me what that means. So... You take the universal year. Yes. So right now we're in 2020. Yes. And so. everybody has their own personal year, which is their uh, personal energy. Yeah, we'll get into that yeah. in a moment. But the universal so year. So the universal yeah. year is 2020. So to get the vibration of what we're experiencing at any given time, you take that number. So 2020, 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 0 is 4. Mm-hmm. 4 energy and you add it to the calendar month. So January would be 5. February, 4 plus 2, it would be 6. Okay, stop, back up for a second. Yeah. So the universe, so let's start with the universal year for 2020 is what number? 4. Okay, so for everybody, I'm going to break this down because some yeah, people know nothing. absolutely. Like me. <laughs> so for everybody, 4 is the type of vibration that we're dealing with in um, all over the world. This is it, 4. They're feeling 4. It's so... Briefly, give us a wee bit of an overview for a four-year. Well, the two biggest themes of any four-year are it rules the medical system. Okay. And we see what's happening with coronavirus. It's very quickly becoming a very serious issue. Yeah. And the other thing four rules is politics. Okay. (laughs) And so we're getting lots of that. So Well, and choices that are being made and so and the positives or so so that can be challenges what how what is a constructive way to work what does a what's the constructive way to work with that in my um in my 2020 sort of what to expect overview um was obviously before coronavirus Mm -hmm. broke out but I Mm -hmm. said like let's you know think about health care this year we should see some advances. We should see the system getting a little bit of an overhaul. And even right here in Alberta, you see what that means specifically yes. to us. Yeah. You see it becoming a big campaign election yeah. issue in the U.S. But there should be some kind of um, 
progression and change positive made. You can see advances with vaccines, cures for disease, things of that nature as well. Um, so, so I always pause people just so I can clarify. Mm-hmm. So you're basically saying there is a positive way to work with that type Absolutely. of energy. And there's, there's a challenging way. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. four is really about going with the flow. Okay. You want to make sure you're going downstream, as as Abraham Hicks would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to point your canoe downstream. Um, if you try and force issues, if you try and force things to happen, they generally will blow up badly in your face. Oh, okay. And who knows what you're preventing yourself from. So it's about learning faith, trusting the divine, knowing that you know, the universe has your back. If you can work with that energy, a four year can be magical. Okay. Um, but the other side of that four year, it also requires discipline and dedication. So you want to make sure that you're following the rules that you're, you know, working diligently. I don't like saying hard work. Some people. No, but you're you know, focused. Is you're, that what I'm yeah, hearing? Yeah, it's that not you're being a focused. You're doing the work. It's not laying back. It's and not a year doing to slack nothing. off. No, it's not you're, social yeah. year like your three yeah. might be. Yeah, it's a year to roll your sleeves up and get to work. Is yes. that fair to say? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, and work with structure. That's yeah. what I'm hearing you say yeah. by following the rules. Working within a structure. Yeah, it's it's foundational. So what okay. you do in your four-year will give you a foundation to build upon. Okay. So, so we want a good foundation or else it all collapses, right? A hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> so generally speaking, this is what we're all dealing with and we are all dealing with that okay so now so you're saying that is basically for the calendar year um but then so but a person may not be in that year so they're they are all dealing with the four if i understand this but their personal year starts when at their birthday the personal year still starts with the calendar okay because you're adding that 2020 to their personal birth date like their day and month okay is how is how that works um so for if i can use you as an example march 7th if anyone wants to send a gift (laughs) i I, I like gifts (laughs) march 7th is yours so you always break the month down to a number so march is going to be a three yep three plus seven equals ten yes okay 2020 is the calendar year we're going to add that vibration of the collective to your personal energy so three plus seven plus four Okay, so we're talking about... You are in a 14-5 year. Okay. okay. Personal year. Okay, and so do we keep it that double digit or put it to a five? Some numbers okay. <laughs> have a little more information um, available to you before you break it down to that final number. So ultimately, you are going to reduce it, but the 14 shows a little bit of extra information available. Okay, so we won't go into because are we getting into master numbers in that? Um, master numbers are a whole different thing, so we, <laughs> we won't go there. So if we're taking the short, the short answer is that I am in a five, a five year, a five year. Okay, yes, okay. 
And what I might have you do in a few moments is just do like a couple of words for each year. Yeah, absolutely. And so just so people are clear, if they want to even do that, we bet for themselves is they take the universal year and then they add their month and day only. Yes. Okay. So if somebody were born September 1st. Yep. They would be? Nine plus one is 10. Yeah. And oh, so same. 10 will ultimately reduce <laughs> to one plus zero is still one. Yeah. And then one plus 2020 20 is five. Okay. I, I chose poorly because it's no. the same number. But. <laughs> okay. So how can, um, so how can a person use this? First off, just in a general way. So first off, by understanding what the energy of a particular year is, yeah. right? And then, um, how, how, what would you recommend to a client? How can they use this when they find out what their personal year is, for example? Right. Um, so when you have your personal year, it's really like having a drumbeat for your life. It's sort mm-hmm. of, this is what I should be working on now at any given time. Not very, you know, similar to the houses of astrology, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is where the sun is. This is what I should be working on. You can use numerology in a very specific way. And if you look back on it retroactively to what you were doing when, you might find, oh, I got married in my sixth year, or I got divorced in my 11-2 year, or I got, you know... Had a baby this year, or purchased a house. My dog passed mm -hmm. in my nine year. Like, there'll be there'll be things that come up that completely make sense for you. Mm-hmm. And so that that actually was the part that really fascinated me when I got into it, at the accuracy mm-hmm. of what happens to you during different points in your life. So to use it to your benefit, um, I'll use myself as an example. Last year was a five-year for me. Five-year can bring freedom and adventure but it's really about expecting the unexpected it can be chaotic it can be a little crazy making but if you use the energy properly you can use it to your advantage so jk rowling's is a life path five. Oh, okay. i decided it was a great year to write a book <laughs> i right? love it and so that's what i did but i was very thoughtful about what month i was going to start I did research in certain months and certain, you know, in a retrograde, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. You can use all of these things to make your life flow. It's like getting rid of the speed bumps. So basically you're saying don't, uh, and I'm assuming this and tell me if I'm wrong. You're not saying it's not meant to be like a fortune telling this has to happen or this may not happen but it is meant to be as a tool to say oh you know we're kind of in this rhythm anyway get in sync with the rhythm and things will be easier than trying to for example if it's a year that's saying be disciplined be focused like a four take care of this don't be thinking you're spending the whole year traveling right right so you're rather than you know it's giving people uh like a bit of a boundary to work with yeah absolutely like in in my sixth year, mm-hmm. I got married, mm-hmm. and in my nine month of my sixth year, my dog passed. So, mm. six rules anything heart centered. Yeah. So, I got married, fabulous. My dog passed, which was devastating. Of course. As anyone who's ever lost a pet, it's knows. like a baby, <laughs> right? A hundred percent. Yeah. So, 
you can really use the flow. Same with people who start in a nine year. I see a lot of clients actually in a nine year who um, who have miscarriages, whose businesses fail. They just can't get things off the ground. They it's nine year is more about completing okay, things. That's it's not about starting things. Mm-hmm. So save yourself. Do research. Put everything in order, but don't launch or you know start big things hmm. until you reach your one year. Okay. And don't because do it that's in nine months. <laughs> that's yeah. the beginning. And so one is beginning. So okay, so this is good advice, but we're gonna break it down yeah, a little absolutely. bit more. So um I'm going to put aside the year for a moment. And when somebody comes to see you, you're also working with their birth name. Yes. Right? And so um their birth year gives what? 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 Uh, the birth year isn't, or the birthday, the month, day, year. Yeah. The, okay. So breaking it down, month on its own doesn't hold a lot of information. Yep. Year on its own doesn't hold a lot of information. The day of your birth um, is a little more significant, and it will speak to um, natural given talents and uh, lessons that you're going to experience in this lifetime. Okay. okay. When you combine the month and day, you get an attitude number. Okay. That's the one that gives you a lot of first impressions. It's the number that you sort of make judgments of people when you meet them. When you first meet them. It's when you their first outer meet. skin type of thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sort of that first mm-hmm. wall of defense, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and when I say defense, I it's because I, I kind of consider the, the attitude number and the personality number to be sort of like bouncers. Yeah. <laughs> it's where you're deciding what you want to show people. Yes. Yeah. So Yeah, that outer skin. Yeah. 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 And so when you add your attitude number to the universal year is where you get the personal year information. Okay. So it can be very complicated. Um, and I've been doing it so long, I probably skip over steps and talk really fast and people go what are you doing (laughs) but that's okay so so just to so the year kind of gives you a certain flavor what does the name give you a person comes to you what is what is their birth name the name gives you the real character traits and how they deal with things so your soul number which comes from all the vowels in your name okay that is what gives you your, it's your heart number. Mm-hmm. It's the one that is the last one you show people, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Only, only someone who knows you really well will see that heart number. Mm-hmm. Um, when you meet someone who has your heart number in their chart, it gives them understanding. And so that's a number I always look to to find out, you know, if people come to me for why, why do my husband and I... <laughs> fight why do we see things so differently it'll be because of a contrast that shows up there hmm. interesting but the, good information for them to realize yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so that's your heart number your personality number and your destiny number um personality number comes from the consonants in your name that's the one that i spoke of um it's a bit of a gatekeeper it's the one that it's the image you want to project it's how you want people to see you okay and it usually speaks to career they'll all that's where I can look at that number and let's say you have fours I'll be like okay maybe you're a nurse maybe you're a teacher like there's numbers that show up for careers there 
your destiny number is a total of your entire name, all of the consonant or consonants and vowels together. That one speaks to sort of a direction you're going. It's sort of like we're moving from point A to B. The destiny number would sort of reveal a little bit about what B is. <laughs> okay, so it's it's like you're going somewhere you may not always recognize it, yeah. but you're kind of driven to go in that direction. Yeah, and these okay. are the these are some of the gifts and skills we're going to give you to help you get there. Excellent. Well, because I would think just like with astrology when I'm talking with a client um it they're recognizing i'm talking about them they already know it yeah right and so i might be uh, you know taking something and put it on the the top of the list as priority or whatever right but they'll know it so people probably recognize yeah it shouldn't be a big surprise right it should flesh out some things It, it generally it's it's really revealing um what i do notice though there's a number that has really not great self-awareness and (laughs) when that when ones show up in people's chart depending where they are yeah um on their placement they will say that's not me at all and within minutes they usually end up telling me a story that completely demonstrates the behavior they just told me they didn't have (laughs) So this is an interesting point, and one of the things that I have found over the years, is it fair to say it just depends, like you might, you said number one, right? So is it, would you get number ones who have spent time developing themselves and and know themselves better, and then number ones who don't, Absolutely. Would that be true for every number, right? high-low vibration, right? Mm -hmm. And there's always a combination. So charts can be really misleading if you're only looking at a life path number. If you look at their life path number and their heart number is something completely different, their head and heart literally want different things. And so it can make them really indecisive. It can make them contradict Mm -hmm. themselves a lot. So there's all you you have to really look at the whole thing and then if they have a life path nine let's say but they have a personality one a destiny one they might act more like a one a lot of the time than they do a nine because they've double dosed on that one energy so you're saying this combination there's not just one number there's a combination of things and just to clarify when we're talking about um the birth name. Are we talking about the first, a middle name and a last name? Yes. Or, yes. Okay. First, middle, and last. And again, it's really important to have what's on the birth certificate. I've tested this thoroughly, um, and I've I've met lots of people with very complicated names and stories, and you'd be surprised what can happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but. It really is where people resonate and where you find their actual soul contract. It's sort of like the landing time in astrology. Like when you have that birth time, Mm -hmm. you know, you you, now you have a whole set of different information to work with, right? Yes. And so briefly, because I've heard over the years, you know, people say, I want to change my name. And so if somebody's... um, Either going, let's say, from the full name to a nickname, yeah. And I'll ask you, and I'll ask you both, or they're going to a totally different first name. Um, is that the same answer you gave before that that they would 
that vibration is still there, but over time it they'll, adds something new? Is they'll that grow into the new vibration. Um, there's different reasons people change their name. Um, I've Culturally, just how, you know, tradition, generally when people get married, they change their name. Mm-hmm. The, or the, the woman does, or, in, you mm-hmm. know, might be the man, might be, you but know. But I was meaning more first names. Yeah, yeah first names you will actually feel the change quicker because people use it that much more, right? If you think of how many times in a day you're called by your last name yes. or your full name or yeah. your first name, you will grow into that Or vibration. the first couple of years when you've had a child and you never hear your name anymore other than mommy. Right. <laughs> and like, oh, and someone calls you by your name right. and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you're saying you're called it a lot. Does it... Um, can it though totally override oh yeah it can it can change your life it's it needs to be taken very seriously um and when i have people come to me who are who are getting divorced i often if they want to change their name back i would say what was your life like before you got married was mm-hmm. it better was it worse mm-hmm. were you more successful were you more abundant were your finances better so you can kind of look and see like I know when I got married I was really on the fence about changing my name and I did end up changing it because I thought it would make me a better numerologist because <laughs> I would it did <laughs> well because I understand name changes at a different level now than yes. you than you yeah. do when you're you it's know in just, theory right yeah. totally so I did and yeah that first couple years of marriage I was like I picked up some 13 for um karmic debt when I changed my name and that rules procrastination if anyone has 13-4 in their chart and I was just like why am I all of a sudden having problems finishing what I start I'm procrastinating and I was like what fresh new hell is this where I don't finish what I start so that happened but you work through it you prove to the universe you're capable of completing things it stops testing you karma can be resolved so that's really interesting. Obviously, um, somebody needs to go to a numerologist when they're, you know, at first, unless, excuse me, I've got a bit of a frog no in my throat problem. here. Unless they have studied numerology, they want to go and talk to somebody who's well-educated in the field. It's um, before they're making a choice to change a name or... Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't randomly change a name naming a baby is you know same rules apply you can be quite thoughtful you can um, limit the karmic debt or lessons you're giving a child um, and make sure that their their numbers are harmonious to their parents on some level I always say the baby will choose its birth date so they'll get the lessons and the karma mm-hmm. they want in, based on that um, but you can limit how many difficulties they might experience based on their on their name Hmm, something to think about right? yeah it's it's sort of controversial in the world of numerology whether you should help people with baby names or not but you you know I'm I'm of the mind that I don't know that I think there are mistakes I think I, I would you know, agree. it's like somebody coming in and asking me about, oh, but I was supposed to be born on this day. And it's like, whatever day you were born, 
totally fits. Yeah, right? I agree. So, yeah. Um, but I, I have seen some really imbalanced names mm-hmm. that are, mm-hmm. it's just a hard life. You look at their mm-hmm. chart and you say, wow, the struggle is real. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, but for sure. I'm, mm-hmm. I, part of the divine guidance to choosing a name may be to see a numerologist. So it's a good tool, right? Everything is simply a tool. And if we use it as a tool, then it can work. Absolutely. So it sounds like numerology can work in your personal life, in your professional life, helping to um, maybe support. Usually, I think intuitively, we know like this is a good choice or this is a year to do something or this isn't. And so it sounds to me like it could support that, right? By almost like a check Um, or people who don't pay attention (laughs) right what I see a lot is certain numbers and four specifically does a lot of this they're they're very logical Mm -hmm. and so they'll talk themselves out of their intuition so sometimes numerology can be guidance to Mm -hmm. offer them to Mm -hmm. you know make that decision Mm -hmm. if you're if you're trying to you know choose or decide excellent okay so so I'm going to ask a couple of questions, and then we'll go, if you can give a, give a brief overview of just generally what the numbers yep. are. But, so numerology could help a person choose a career, correct? Yeah, absolutely. In that, there's going to be certain careers there that are right for them energetically, I'm asking. Now. Yeah, so I would look to their, those numbers. You want to look at the life path, the personality, the destiny. Um, look for special gifts in the birthday number, but you can then see what careers uh, would lend themselves well to that person that they would enjoy. So, for an example, a lot of lawyers are sevens. A lot of doctors are fours. A lot of teachers are sixes. Hmm. Um, Adventure tour guides are five energy. They like to keep moving. Hollywood is ruled by three energy. They like to have the spotlight. Hmm. (laughs) Um, Twos make really good negotiators and mediators because they don't like anyone to fight around them, right? (laughs) So they want to keep the peace. And they have tons of patience, so they Mm -hmm. make good teachers as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Fives actually can also sell anything to that. And eights sort of rule the business world. Okay, and, and nines? nines are, We've just gone through yeah, the numbers. So. Nines are the humanitarians. Okay. So they do good where they're helping people. They need to feel like what they're doing is is contributing to the world. But the shadow of the nine, I always say that you'll either be Mother Teresa or you will be a career criminal. Yeah. Right? <laughs> because? <laughs> it's, well, they're... they're so smart and wise if you think of the shape of of the nine Mm -hmm. it has sort of a big head right it's full of wisdom and information but if they choose to use that power for evil instead of good it can be it can be very maniacal but they're they're very smart so it's likely they'd get away with it for a while but (laughs) and number one you didn't oh one, one one has healing hands um, they make great massage therapists. Uh, they also, it's important for them to be in charge because one needs to be first. They like to be the boss. A lot of professional athletes under the one. There's competitiveness there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that sort of gives you 
how the numbers relate to career. Yeah. If you ask me just about the general energy. Let's go there. Do you want to go there? Let's start from one up. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think it's interesting. Just like very briefly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one energy. So now you're talking about from more of a personality, not necessarily career. Yeah. And also timeline will have a different energy. Okay. But they all harmoniously work together. Okay. So one one traits they're competitive, um, they like to be first, they get out ahead, and they're pioneers, ideas. Okay, so okay. initiators, yeah, that type of thing. Okay, twos are the nurturers. They like to take care of everything, and they're interesting if you think of a two in terms of the birth, the sorry, the millennials. Everybody born before two thousand has that one nine. We were all given messages about taking, you know, look out for number one. No one else will. If you're not winning, you're losing. That's the message everyone with with a one in front of their birth year was given. Oh, interesting. Twos were given this teamwork, work together, take care of one another. Everybody gets a trophy. (laughs) They, you know, they have a completely different vibration coming in. Mm -hmm. So from that respect, but they're the mediators. They're the ones who like to keep things harmonious. Threes are expressive. They usually, you can tell they have three energy. They have big smiles and nice voice, but three rules Hollywood. So you get that um, spotlight action. They're the chatterbox. They're the people. more extroverted. They absolutely, and they don't stop talking. Um, Four energy is the builder. It's the foundation. They like rules. They like everybody to follow the rules. They're, um, they can sometimes be a little bit too structured. They have to be careful to guard against becoming boring, mm-hmm. right? But they're the good bookkeepers, nurses, things that, you know, where you have to follow. Yeah, there needs to be some systems. structure for it. Sure. Right. Yeah. Fives are the adventurers. If they get bored, it's not good for anyone. Mm-hmm. They will start to create chaos and drama around them. Um, it's it can be it can be a lot, but they're also the ones. They always have a great story to tell. They're the storytellers. Um, they're very charismatic, very charming, mm. um, and they can sell anything to anyone. All right, <laughs> hey, and six. Six is the nurturer, and if you look at the shape of a six, it's like a little pregnant lady, mm-hmm. right? And so they're the they're the ones who take care of everybody. They're the mother. If you think of that sixth sense, mm-hmm. um, that six energy, they're teachers. They can be perfectionists. That's all part of that that energy. Mm. Um, seven energy is very analytical. If you think of the shape of a seven, they can get in their head. A lot of sevens experience neck problems because they're trying to hold their head. They're the overthinkers. They're Mm. the ones who are dog with a bone. If there's a problem, they won't give up on it until it's solved. Hmm. Uh, Eight energy. Eight energy can be complicated. They tend to chase their tail. If you think of the eight continuously goes around and they can experience complete and total reversals from bottom to top very quickly. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but eight needs to be in charge. If they're not in charge, they pretend they're in charge. So, With, <laughs> just okay. <better. laughs> 
<laughs> and they always think they know more than their boss. So mm-hmm. they can be hard to manage. It's better if they work their if way up. Yeah. yeah, but it rules finances. You can actually put a dollar sign right over an eight as well. Oh, interesting. So they, there can be lots of lessons with finances there as well. And nine? Nine is the humanitarian. It's old soul energy. Very smart, very wise, um, very nurturing. And they have a resource, just a wealth of information that I believe comes from past lives that they can access at any time, just making hmm. them very capable and able to handle things and deal with stuff. Interesting. Yeah. And so that's just like a short little um, yeah. overview. And Joy, let's talk a little bit. And we'll um, let's talk a little bit about your book. So you recently put out this book called A Beginner's Guide to Numerology. And so what you were just talking about, like an overview of the numbers, would be in there. Yeah, and it actually breaks it down a little further and gives you sort of how it relates to personality, how it relates to your heart number. Okay, and okay, that's interesting. And, it, and you know, I, I read it. It's a good book, and it helps people find what year they're in. And so when I was going through it, um, I thought, oh, this is interesting. I still think looking at this, a person, if if they're, you know, at first it'll be like, pieces of a jigsaw puzzle yeah always good to uh if they're trying to make a you know a fairly big choice to maybe talk to a numerologist there's um but i thought it was great the way you had it uh you know broke it down into each segment yeah yeah um i decided i was going to write a book last year in my five year and i actually right when i was about to start writing got approached by a publisher looking for a numerologist to write a book so that's how timely right it's very synchronistic and Mm -hmm. I think when you can use all of your metaphysical tools together Mm -hmm. you know use the moon use your astrology use the numerology that's when you can really you know things get magical and they click they come together and so where would just for so again the yeah. name is called a beginner's guide to numerology and your name Joy Woodward did i say woodward in the beginning or just joy i don't know well i'm saying it now <laughs> um so where would people find it is it is it in paper in yeah, stores yeah um or? it isn't in, in the us it's easier to find than canada cuz it's an american publisher but it's on amazon and chapters has it online Okay. Yeah, chapters in to go online. And so um, it's in paper form. And when you say online, is it also an ebook? Oh, it is also an ebook. Okay. Yeah, but in the US, Barnes and Nobles, Target, um, yeah, it's, it's out there. Yay. Congratulations. That's <laughs> Thank a big, you. That's a big deal. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's been, um, it's been number one on in numerology on Amazon for, it, I guess it came out two months ago now. So. It's uh, goes it goes up and down, moves around, but it's it's doing well. Congratulations! Thank you. That's wonderful. See what happens when you do it in a five year, right? I have to. <laughs> I've been saying to people for twenty years, I'm going to write a book. You said it's a five year. Maybe I should actually do it. Yes, actually, you should. I'll even tell you what month. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So here is a sometimes controversial. Controversial, controversial question. Um, do you think numerology can predict the future? 
I think it can predict themes and it can definitely, um, like you never will necessarily know what it's going to, like how the energy will show itself. Right. Mm -hmm. Intuitively, there may have been people that predicted a big, you know, health pandemic this year. Mm -hmm. I would have predicted that as health as a theme, Mm -hmm. right? Not knowing how Mm -hmm. it would turn out. Mm -hmm. The best fortune teller in numerology is looking at October. Mm -hmm. And if you can pay attention to what happens in October. Any year. Any year for every single person. October holds the numerical vibration of the following, the following year. year. Okay. And if you pay attention to what happens in October, you will get some very good themes about your year coming up. Okay. And so if I hear you correctly, I mean, I've got very strong opinions on whether I think people can predict. I've always felt that there's not just one future. It depends how consciously we're right. working with something, right? 100%. But that's that's what I'm hearing you say is there's a theme yeah. for a year and 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 people can do delicious things with a theme or horrible things with a theme absolutely globally we can do delicious things with a theme or horrible things and from i think you mentioned earlier i'd like to um talk about what you said earlier it's kind of like yes there is this particular virus flu you know whatever it might be but then there's vaccinations that get developed from so even with something that seems to be bad and of course it is right there can be positive there's learning that's fair to absolutely Mm -hmm. it's sort of how um you know 9-11 was a horrible event but it brought us different types of securities and smarter ways of approaching things and so there's always you know you always have to look at what comes out of it Mm -hmm. right um it's just like if you're in a personal nine year and you may you know you may have a miscarriage well now you know that you can get your body ready for your one two three year where you're extra fertile because there will be people who get pregnant and birth in a nine year Absolutely. and do it well right so well, it really was maybe in that nine year a person was not not healthy the, enough strong enough not in the right place not is, in i'm the asking right, not in the right place and mm-hmm. then i mean well if we're, if we're talking about fertility you also have to look at the partners numbers yeah right yeah. you have to look at both partners involved yeah um and see how that all comes in and if if you already have a couple kids you have to look at their energy and their numbers maybe mm-hmm. it's not the year they're supposed to have a little brother so it's a bigger <laughs> picture interesting though something you just said is you and your partner may not be in the same year usually aren't and, and it's likely better not to be um, if you get too matchy with someone, um, it it's nice if you have a matching attitude to an extent because you kind of want the same things at the same time. But when it gets too matchy, I find they become very narcissistic relationships and they're sort of, they don't have the depth that lasting love has. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's an important point. 
that you're not always looking for the same thing, are you? Well, you can spend as much time with yourself as you I, want already. I, <laughs> well, I know sometimes I say if, if, if people are exactly the same, one of them is redundant. Right? Well, <laughs> it, you, you want someone who can challenge you and yeah. make you grow and compliment yeah. you. Yeah. So I always look for, you know, things to crisscross more in a chart than match directly. Interesting. Good point. And so... Um, Last question, and then we'll give contact information for you. Uh, sometimes people will talk about there seems to be a theme about repeating numbers or, you know, are there patterns? What would you say about that? Yeah, it's, um, it's absolutely true. I believe the more you know about numbers, the more the universe will use them to communicate with you. So if you think 1111 is probably the most popular, and I like to look at the 11s as a doorway that you're being invited to walk through to your spiritual awakening. Hmm. And 1111 is one of the very first things people start to see when they are on their spiritual journey just first starting. Um, when you see someone's birth date that you know, um, if they're deceased, that's them sort of giving you a wink saying, I'm watching you, I've got your, you know, I've so got So you're you. saying in, uh, in, in particular like an 11 or 11, 11. So yeah. the, number, the combination of 11 yeah. and 11. Or if you like... see like 333, three, three, three speaks to creativity. Hmm. Um, and so if you see 333, three, three, I would look to, if you if you have a problem or issue you're working with, that's the universe telling you there's a creative solution right hmm. to communicate and talk it through and there's a creative way to solve this um two 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 speaks to relationships hmm. it will always talk about partnership um you might might be a signal that you're meeting someone that you can do great things with it's an opportunity hmm. they they all hold and then you always have to go to the root of that number so two 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 would actually be like a six Mm -hmm. right so then I'd say okay this is you know you need to nurture this you need to take care of it or there's learning here because six rules education so you'll always a numerologist can help you sort of decipher it but it will always have to come from you what the true meaning is it's sort of, of course, like a dream because we have an internal interpretation for for everything it's like right? interpreting a dream yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to mean something to the person Okay, interesting. And so, but what I'm hearing you say is that if people know uh, even a little bit about that number one or the number two or the number three there, and all of a sudden they're getting a repeating number of two, 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 yeah. there is that in it. And then what it adds up to. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And if you see your own birthday, like if you were to see, you know, 307, um, that usually is a sign that you're on the right track, hmm. that you're headed where you're supposed to be. Like, you know, it's just mm -hmm. sort of a little wink from the universe. Like, mm -hmm. we got you. <laughs> you know what? I love doing things in series of three and seven. Oh, so, for example, <laughs> if I'm doing anything with sound or, you know, I, I tend to work with patterns well of three and seven. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. or a re you know, doing something. Rep I'm talking about yoga or something like that. Yeah. So don't know why it feels right for me feels right 
must be born, then you do it. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Joy, anything else, last minute, that you would like to share that we have not touched on? um, I think if people can start, you know, just being aware that that's really the beginning, right? Just be aware of what's happening around you. Develop your self-awareness. The growth potential that can come from understanding numbers is infinite. And I think you're basically saying numbers have a vibration. Yeah, absolutely. Is that a fair way to say it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that we are tuned into particular vibrations or don't deal as well with other vibrations? Is that a fair way to... Yeah. And there's certain vibrations that are toxic to people. So once Mm -hmm. you understand them, um, even patterns in people dating, like Mm -hmm. why do I keep dating people with a 13th birthday? Mm -hmm. You know, and then you... You look and like, oh, well, your abusive father had a 13th birthday. Like you're in a you're in a pattern. <laughs> and yet, somebody could also is it fair to say that somebody a 13th birthday could be a really good person, and that that's a good number for them? Absolutely, yeah. it could yeah. absolutely jive. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could yeah. really connect. But certain, you know, when you meet people and you instantly feel like their energy is off or yeah. not, with it, yeah. you can always. And I do mean always find a numerical reason why. Love it. Yeah. Love it. And sometimes we have to watch what's familiar to us because familiar means repeating the same thing, right? Yes, it does. There's no growth in familiar. <laughs> so, Joy, how can people contact you? So, let's say they want to come for a session so we know how to yeah. get your book. Remember Amazon? Yeah, right? Amazon. And chapters, Indigo, did you say? Indigo, yeah, Indigo yeah. chapters. Good. Um, so, Probably the easiest way is either through my Facebook page, Joy of Numerology, or my website, uh, joyofnumerology.com. So all lowercase, joyofnumerology.com? Yes. Or Facebook is lowercase, joyofnumerology? Yeah, just Joy of Numerology and Instagram, same, Joy of Numerology. <laughs> that's, that's how, and so they can... Whether for business or personal or to just get an overview of the upcoming year, yeah, um, you're available for consultation. Yes. Very nice. Are you teaching classes? I am going to be this year. I'm just sort of putting that together. I'm in an eight month, so I will wait to my one month to, to launch. Because you're practicing what you preach. I absolutely do. If I don't know, she was like, you don't come out much. Oh, I'm in a seven year. Like you feel reclusive in a seven year. I'm like, just in a couple months, I will totally be ready to be social again. But. There you go. Yeah. Well, Joy, thank you so much oh, for coming you and for sharing your me. information. Thank you I for really having appreciate me. Appreciate it. Okay, and have fun with that sale of your book and all your new ventures. Thank you. <laughs> okay.